This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On Sand Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. All right, Houston, here we are, here we are, here we are with another episode of my favorite show, of course, A Tip from Gilbert. This is the song Alive Again by the group Chicago. We can uh, phrase it down just a little bit, producer. Of course, we'll hear it in its entirety. Uh, you can put it up a teeny bit. We'll hear it in its entirety at the end. And what's interesting, it was written by the trombone player of Chicago, of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group. And what's interesting is when you listen to the words, when he talks about yesterday, I would not have believed that tomorrow the sun would shine. Then one day you came into my life. And it's about a person falling in love with a woman, a man falling in love with a woman, but it really reminds me of someone getting close to God. And the, some of the words and the lyrics are so incredible. All the empty yesterdays have disappeared. But now that you have filled my life with love, no one else could ever mean so much to me. Every day my high lasts longer as our love grows ever stronger. I think it's a cool song. And what's interesting is when you listen to a lot of these songs, um, you can really find a religious view in many of these great songs. I have a guest of mine, Rosalinda Martinez. Let's go ahead and cut that. Yeah, thank you, studio audience. (laughs) Now, I did not know that this is not only Rosalinda, she's the award-winning Rosalinda. (laughs) And we're going to talk about that in a minute because she just won a big award with this weekend with her parents and everything else. So, Rosalinda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Gilbert. Well, we're so, it's an honor to be here. Well, the, the honor is ours to have <laughs> you. So going back, you work with AARP. Tell us, our listeners, what does AARP stand for? You see that everywhere on commercials. What does that stand for? So AARP is, uh, used to go by the American Association of Retired Professionals. We no longer use the actual acronym, but it really is uh, uh, the largest nonprofit in the U.S., um, and a lot of folks uh, do not know that we have a presence in every state. In, in a lot of the cities here in Texas, we have five offices, and really our mission is to empower the 50-plus community. So people join, they really get resources and educate, get uh, uh, resources on how they can be empowered and really be involved. And so we have so many just um, focus areas within that to to empower our older adults. So 50 plus, well, you know what? I'm one of those. Does 50, I mean, I mean, can I, should I say this on the radio? Can you say this on the radio studio audience? I'm 59. Oh my God. I just, I just shocked. My producer just fell over in his chair. Uh, I I don't know if it's that or he, or he just like had a stroke. Either way, um, no, 59. Where, Where did that go? So what's the average age of a member? 
You know, you know, people can become a member at any age. Really? People just assume, you know, once you're about to turn 50, you'll start getting some pieces in the mail. Yes, that will say, that, that's me. Become a member. But anyone 18 and up can become a member. Wow. And really, the wonderful thing about my department is we don't sell the memberships. Everything I do is the community work of the free resources, educational programs, workshops, technology training, just so I wanna, many I want to go through things. all the things that you do. We already have a caller. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's how, that's how uh, popular you are. Is there a Pam Medina <laughs> on the line? Uh, this is she. Is Thank this, you for taking my call. Is this the Bye. famous Pam Medina or like the other Pam Medina? <laughs> this has to be the uh, famous Pam Medina. Pam, what are you doing? I am selling. I'm running actually for a judicial bench. I am the nominee for uh, probate court number two, Harris County. So I'm calling again to uh, ask for your vote. Ask for your support. Pamela Medina, probate court number two. You've got to go all the way down the ballot to find my name. Well, Pamela let me, Medina. Let me ask you this, uh, Pam. Talk about your family for a minute. What inspired you to run for? Is this your first time to run for anything? This is actually my first time. I, I, I've been asked uh, several times when I was in law school and throughout my career. Um, but once this was opportunity came about, about, I realized this is perfect for me because this is my law practice area, probate. That's the only thing I practice in for the last wow. 14 and a half years. Well, let me uh, ask my family. Oh, yeah, well, no, you go. I want, I just want to find out who inspired you when there was a young Pam, like yesterday, <laughs> but I mean, younger Pam, when you were like, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, roaming the halls of high school. Did you ever think, you know what, I'm going to run for judge? I always knew I wanted to, to be a lawyer. I definitely knew that. And I've also always known uh, I have a, I have a passion for public service. So when you put that legal expertise and passion for public service together, that's what a judge is. How public great. Service. And your parents, what are their backgrounds? Are, are they also in the law or anything like that? No, no, they are not. They definitely were huge, huge supporters of me and all five of my brothers getting educated, but also serving the community and just being kind to one another and um, being thoughtful. That That's something my parents have both taught all of us. Well, that's us, a beautiful so. thing, being kind to one another. Yes. That should be yes. like the, the, the uh, slogan for AARP, you know, being kind to one another. <laughs> yes, uh, well, well, Pam, let me tell you one more thing. I, I'm going to give you one more minute here because, believe it or not, we have another caller. Let me ask okay, you good. this. Um, probate court. That seems to be, to me anyway, one of the more difficult courts because you're dealing with family matters. Maybe someone passed away, wills, estates, who's going to be in charge of the kids. Am I right or am I wrong? Yes, it's very emotional. There's, uh, there's a big emotional component. You're dealing with either the death of a loved one or the incapacity of a loved one. Um, you're also dealing with trust drafting, mm -hmm. which just means you're trying to protect your um, the money you made, you know, the money that you earned um, uh, for generations. So those are all very important matters that can bring up some emotions. So I think it's very important that you have somebody in the, you know, in that court on the bench that's patient, again, kind, compassionate, um, has a varied perspective. Uh, because as you know, the population of Harris County it's very, um, very multicultural, multi-ethnic. So having representation on the bitches as well is a very important aspect of that. Wonderful. I'm going to give you the last word. Where's your website and everything else if people want to get involved? Sure. PamelaMedinaCampaign.com.
And there's uh, my social media is also Pamela Medina campaign. I mean, Pamela Medina campaign. Um, you'll see a donate button. I'd really love your support. I will make history January 1st when I take the bench. I will be the first ever minority Latina uh, bilingual probate judge in the history of Harris County. Godly. I love saying that because people get really excited. It's hard to believe that in all these times, <laughs> all my Latino brethren out there, we are now 44% of the city, 44% right. of the county, and I just read right. where the Hispanic population is now going to be. We are the biggest single demographic group in the state of Texas in now. Texas. Yes. Oh my I just God. read that. Well, yeah, man, I read that this th week. Thank you for joining, and we'll sign off, and hopefully you'll call it next thank week. Thank you. Thank you, Gilbert. I will. Thank you, you again. You're welcome. Rosalinda, let's hold on, because you, thank you, Pam. We got another caller. Is there a Julian there? A tip one. Julian, are you there? Julian. Good morning, Gilbert. How are you? How you doing, my friend? Is this the I'm Julian that I, that I met? That's right. This oh is Julian Ramirez. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Gilbert. Wait, uh, you have me I... and Miss Rosalinda Martinez of the AARP. So what do you got going on there, Julian? Well, Gilbert, uh, I'm running for judge of one of our criminal courts here in Harris County, the 248th Criminal District Court that handles the most serious uh, criminal cases that we have under our laws. And uh, it's just great to be with you and to talk about uh, my candidacy and why I think change is needed. Well, you're talking to like right now thousands and thousands of people. We're on five radio stations, some of them FM, some AM, and some both affiliates, the whole bit. You've got it. So let me ask you this. Um, what makes you qualified? Are you uh, a prosecutor or defense attorney? I, I am a prosecutor. You I've are. been a prosecutor for more than 30 years. I worked at the district attorney's office for more than 27 years. And so I have a ton of experience handling every criminal case you can think of. I've tried a lot of cases. I've also worked in the specialty divisions. And I just really want to make a difference and make things safer for the folks who live in our community. That's now, why let, I'm running. Now, let me ask you this. What about some of these divert programs? Do we have a lot of these diversion programs anymore? Well, we do have diversion programs. Those are basically contracts between the prosecutor, which is the district attorney's office in almost all cases here locally, and, uh, and the defense attorney and the defendant. So those, those are diversion cases. They have to be approved by our courts, uh, but they're largely handled uh, outside of court, if you will. In other words, they, they, they don't go to trot. And do you handle, if you were elected, the most... I mean, you know, the most serious crimes or sort of the smaller crimes? I don't know the right terminology there. Well, the felony courts, which I'm running for, okay. handles the most serious ones, like capital murder and murder and robbery and so forth. Wow. The lesser crimes, like assault bodily injury, uh, theft of small amounts, small amount of marijuana possession and so forth, those fall into our county courts, which are our misdemeanor courts. Wow. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for these, you know, murder cases and all those? I mean, it just seems. I, I mean, am. Can you imagine? You'll have the whole someone's future in your hands somehow. Um, um, but again, you've got both sides. You got the person that's um, what's the right word um, indicted, accused. the accused, and then you have the other side that was, you know, something bad happened to them, and you got the whole mm -hmm. the whole sides. Correct. And it's important to be fair to the defendant while also uh, striving uh, to follow the law on these cases. 
when we do that and when we have judges who work smart and work hard, we can keep our dockets down and we can get justice quickly for defendants and for victims alike. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to give you 30 seconds, excuse me, 30 seconds more. What's your website and everything else if people want to get more info? All right. I've got a web presence at julianramirezforjudge.com. I also am active on Facebook. Uh, same uh, information, Julian Ramirez for Judge on Facebook. Look me up. I'm easy to find. You can find out more about my background and why I think we need change at the courthouse. We have too many crimes being committed by folks released uh, on multiple felony bonds, and that's one of the things that needs to change. Julie, thanks for being on the show. You bet, Gilbert, anytime. All righty. And again, you're here with me, a tip from Gilbert Talk, Inspiration and Prayer with Rosalinda Martinez of AARP. Let's go back to AARP. When was when was it founded? Do you know? Like, like yeah. how long have you been around? AARP has been around for over 60 years. 6-0? It has a very interesting story. Tell they me. got founded by Dr. Ethel Percy Andrews, who found a retired teacher living in a chicken coop. And she said, there's no way that this woman is you know, doesn't have resources and anyone advocating for her. And that's how she found it at that time, the American Association of Retired Professionals. And since then, it's become, again, the largest nonpartisan social mission organization wow. in the country. How many members are there? Do you know? 38 million members. What? Across the United 38 States. 38 million as in, with an M? 38 million. That's right. Holy cow. We have 2.3 million members in the state of Texas. You've got to be like the biggest group of any group. We I mean, really think are. about that. 38 million people. Very powerful, very a powerful voice more than anything. Um, here in Houston, Harris County, there's 600,000 members. Wow. So again, just very important to point out we're nonpartisan. All we do, especially my job, and I'm very blessed here in Houston is to free access resources. A few of the things that God mentioned even just today, estate planning, we do free estate planning workshops. How to get your estate in order. You know, we know that a lot of communities of color Let's be real. Don't think about how do I get my finances in order? How do I get my estate in order? You know, my wills, et cetera. So we provide all of that. No so kidding. Partnerships for free to not just seniors. I, really, need, I need to get some of that everybody. information. How do I how do I join? So the, here I am, Gilbert Garcia. I'm 59. I can't believe I'm 59, listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, Nelly. I forgot who says that, but somebody says that. Um, how? Let's say I want to join because I do want to join. How do I join? You can learn more at aarp.org forward slash Houston. Yep. But really, I mean, again, you can find all the information there. You can see us at many local events in the community. And, what, and what does it cost to be a member? I believe right now it's anywhere from 16 to $18 per year. I mean, it's That's nothing. It? It's nothing, really. It is. And you, the discounts that you get, but but then again, the 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 different arm that I work in, which is you get all our invites to our community events. You Holy get to come. cow! Hispanic Heritage Month is one of our busiest times of the year. Wow! Hold that thought because I want to talk about that. Yeah. 16, that's not even a movie. That's right. You know, you can't even go to a movie for that because don't forget, at least the movie theater I had, it used to be two dollars to park, and now it's like five dollars to park. And there. we host free movies. As you host part free of, movies. And people can come to the movies. We just uh, had a screening of Top Gun uh, last. The week. new one, Maverick. The new one, yes. People well, came for free to the theater, and we learned about what we do. I mean, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. So it pays for itself, really. It really is. Well, yeah. It, it, is does popcorn come with that? Yeah, sometimes. I'm ready. <laughs> I am there. Well, let me ask you this. I, how did you even, you know, 
I just when you were young, Rosalinda, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, yesterday. Uh, but say the day before yesterday. Did, I mean, how did you find AARP? I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like one of those things where you say, "I think I want to go to a nonprofit that's like thirty-eight million, you know, seniors that I can help support with education." I mean, did you say that, or how, how did I, you find it? I had it? no idea what I wanted yeah. to do with my life. You know, I um, my parents had a second-grade education, and yeah, I'm a first-generation Mexican American, first in my family to uh, go to college, graduate from college, and so my give a round of applause to the audience. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's Thank phenomenal. You. And so it's just, you know, I, I, my faith, I believe God has opened a lot of wonderful doors, more than I could have ever imagined. But really the guidance and the help of mentors who have come through my life, that just one thing after another from college, I knew I studied broadcast journalism and I, you know, I, I hated math and science. So I wanted to stay as far away as possible yeah. from that. And so then I, you know, from there, my first job was the 2010 census. So in, ensuring educating Latinos about the importance of getting counted. And then from there, I kept meeting more people, more partnerships. Um, I went from there to work at the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, where I worked for Dr. Laura Murillo for about eight years. And there, AARP was the partner. And so, you know, when I was ready to move on from the chamber after getting my master's in business administration, I said, what do I want to do? And this opportunity came up. And so my whole career has been in nonprofit, but really more than that, advocating for Latinos, whether it was the census, where it was a chamber through small businesses, and then now, through this job, but a lot of my job is not just to empower older adults, but empower Latinos and communities of color. How wonderful. Dr. Molina, boy, she's, you know, I've known her a long time. She's great. And, you know, she does so much with a staff of whatever it is, five, six yes. people. And, but she gets so much done. Yes. I think that's really extraordinary. Uh, we have a caller already. Is there a Beth on the line? Yes. Hello, Gilbert. Beth, you have me, Gilbert Garcia, a tip for me, talk, inspiration, prayer. And we have Miss Rosalinda Martinez of AARP. Hello. What you got, Beth? Well, I was curious. I heard about all the different benefits, and I wondered if there was any benefits or discounts for hearing and vision. That's where I've been having some issues, and I wasn't sure if AARP had something there. Ah, hearing and vision. Um what you got there, Rosalinda? Are y'all involved with that? Yeah, no, we definitely, you know, can can provide you some resources there. Off the top of my head right now, I know we, uh, you know, I can't give you a specific one, but I'm sure there are plenty that I can refer you to. You can just either, again, visit our website, aarp.org forward slash Houston, or email me personally. My email is rmartinez at aarp.org. Um, but there are a lot of, of, again, just discounts and benefits and resources, and we can connect you to just someone who can help you out. Uh, well, Beth, you know, I don't. I just, you know, see those things in the, I don't know, late at night commercials or in TV and this and that. Um, but you know, they're making these hearing aids now that are really, really small, and you really can't see them. Um, right. You know, right. so there's. I mean, my goodness, there's got to be a way to AARP knows how to get people into those right things and get it all going. That is great. So, Beth, tell us some more about you because that's such a specific question. Are you uh, in the um, healthcare world or in the benefits world? I am in the benefits world and I'm always interested in learning about um, different options and opportunities for our employees and what, you know, I can do for myself and my spouse and my family. Ah, touche. Good for you, Beth. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thank, thank you. you Beth. 
Thank you, Beth. That was Beth. And Beth, if you're still listening, but I know you've hung up, it's rmartinez at aarp.org. Let's go back, Rosalinda, to your family. So I understand they came to town this weekend. They live here, actually. Oh, they, they live here. They live but here. I understand that y'all were out and about somewhere this yes. weekend. That's code for, tell us about this yes, incredible yes, award yes. you got. Well, my parents immigrated to this country 40 years ago. And, you know, as I mentioned, they didn't, they had a second grade education. My father worked long, long hours. I recall for about five years as I was a child, sometimes he'd leave to work at 3 a.m. and come home at 9 p.m just to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. And my mother stayed at home, took care of me and my siblings, right? That was a hard job in itself. Have? I have two brothers. Oh, I see. And, you know, I obviously I'm so grateful that I learned hard work, but not just hard work, kindness from them and how they helped so many people along their journey, right? And they were making ends meet themselves. But I recall them helping new immigrants who had come here. And my father was a manager at the time, blue collar job helping in, in uh, where they made some... Um, some pipes for oil and gas and he would help folks get jobs and he would, you know, help mentor them however he could. And so that's what I saw growing up is, you know, you can call it philanthropy. I call it philanthropy. That's what philanthropy is. It's helping promote the welfare of others. Right. That's right. And so I wanted them to be there to this weekend as I received the award for philanthropy and, and community service. Tell us about the award. Come on. Yeah. Come so on. <laughs> it was through the Institute of Hispanic Culture. I, uh, when I started at AARP three years ago, it was right at the height of the pandemic, right? We, I had no idea that five months after I joined, I was going to have to reshift all of us at AARP, our work, and really advocate for are most vulnerable, who were the ones getting most impacted during the pandemic. And so I knew a lot of my role had to do also with reaching more Latinos. And so I called the Institute of Hispanic Culture at the time, and I said, I want to establish a relationship with you. What can we do virtually? Because we can be out there in person. And we provided mental health resources in Spanish. I had a counselor come on and talk about caring for yourself. You know, caregiving is a big aspect of AARP as well. So educating folks through just resources. And I continued with them, supporting them and helping them develop these programs and services the last three years. And so they wanted to thank AARP and myself for being there to support them in those efforts. So was there like a gala or something? Was there a luncheon or it was a gala. It was at the Hilton Americas. There was wow. over 400 people. And, you know, my parents, it's not their thing. They don't feel comfortable going to right. those types of events. I said, you must come because, you know what? My success is your success, mom and dad. And it was emotional for me, but it was emotional for them because I'm just so grateful to them. You know, I'm so grateful that they set an example for me and my siblings to work hard and to know that at the end of the day, they came here for the American dream. And so for them to see that, their sacrifices were worth it. That's really what it's all about. And so this weekend when they were there and they left and even the next day, my dad called me, he says, he joked, he says, you know, I know you were successful, but I had no idea. Isn't that beautiful? You're, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's bringing a tear to my eye. It's so, that's, a, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm sure when they walked across the stage, they just thought, God, that's our baby. That's our baby because, you know, that you're a woman, but I'm sure in their mind, you're still their baby. And I'm the only girl, right? Yeah, and you'll you'll always (laughs) be their baby. And they probably said this won't resonate with you, but on my show from a previous Mm -hmm. song, they probably, he probably thought, God, I remember those butterfly kisses at night. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you who remember that song that I played on on the show, I think that's amazing. And so going back for a second, tell us what do your brothers do? 
So my, my younger brother uh, works at uh, Coca-Cola. He, uh, he helps there with delivery. And my older brother is a, a drafting engineer. Uh, he worked my, with my, he's been working with my father at the company he works his whole career. So my brother helps her uh, do some drafting for engineers. How wonderful. Well, are your parents members of AARP? They are now. Oh. Uh, and you know, I'm a lifetime member now. You're a lifetime anybody anybody member? who works at AARP gets a lifetime membership. Oh my and, God. So. Well, and so if I wanted to be a lifetime member, is that like an extra amount or something? I believe so. Okay. Yes, or, yes. or do you have to have it for a lifetime? Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, how cool. So let's go back. So AARP, so you are, it says on your card, the Director of Community Strategy. So what does that mean, Community Strategy? What is, what's on your plate of what you're going to be doing going forward? Yeah, so I uh, took over this role four months ago. Um, I uh, got promoted, so I'm now over Houston and Austin. Um, we have offices here in Texas and Austin, in San Antonio, in Houston, in RGB, and in Dallas-Fort Worth. How, how many employees do you all have? So uh, across the country, 5,000, but Texas, about 25. Okay. Here in Houston, we have five reps, um, including myself and four other really hardworking team members. Um, but my role specifically is looking at our holistic approach, our strategy, because as a national organization, we have national goals we have to accomplish, right? Then we have the statewide, and then we have to localize it. Houston is different than San Antonio, than Austin, than, you know, when we look at our communities and what are our needs. So really looking at the strategy, how do we sell, serve our older adults? How do we empower? Empower them to live their best life as they age. That's mm -hmm. really our mission. How do you live your best life as you age? And again, social isolation during the pandemic was a big thing, right? So we kept folks active. We trained them to how to use technology, how to use Zoom, how to do all of these things that, you know, just so that they would not feel alone. I mean, I remember we would have teletown halls, which is where we dial out to all our members in Texas via phone. And we were trying to give them resources on how to get vaccinated and all these things. And we hear folks on the other end who this one woman was 93 years old. And she said, I just haven't talked to anyone in weeks. And, you know, you, they just wanted to stay on the phone and have someone wow. to talk to. So, let's go through that. So a teletown, you said teletown hall. When I heard that word, I thought of the Teletubbies. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe it's because I have little kids. But I thought Teletubbies. So teletown hall. Mm -hmm. So when you have a teletown hall, Anyone can call in of the millions of people in. Yes. And they just, so I guess they call in to some number, 1-800-TOWN-HALL or, or right. AARP. And then y'all are there giving them a session. So it's one of our most popular yeah. events that we have. And it's a way to reach low tech folks, right? People who don't have access put me, put to. Put me on that low tech <laughs> folks, uh, folks. And by that, I mean, you know, who probably have a landline and don't have Facebook or social media or how to use the internet for, you know, so these are folks who we have on a list that somehow at some point have registered and we are able to dial out whether it's the county or the state or however, and provide resources. And so they'll get a message that says, hi, we're on the phone to provide you information on how to, you know, just whatever we want to talk about. And we'll have an expert. We had County Judge Lina Hidalgo. We, we've had health professionals during the pandemic mm -hmm. um, and we just provide free information and it's a live Q&A kind of what you're doing wow. here and um, people can also sign up to get a call at the time we go live but it's a great strategy that ARP has been using for years and years and it's one of our best methods to reach people. I can imagine I think it's fantastic uh, I didn't know that so seniors all the seniors out there because we have a lot of seniors that listen yeah. um, it just seems to me there's so much there at AARP and again you can see it all at it's AARP.com. Is that the organization? .org forward slash Houston. Okay. Correct. AARP. I'll say that one more time. AARP.org slash Houston. Houston. We have another call. Is there a, 
Oh, I think he dropped. Uh, but if he calls back in, Mr. Muhammad, I think I'm uh, I'm here for you if you call back. Uh, how cool! How cool is that? Yeah. Uh, how do you, how often do you do those? I want to be on one. All the time. I mean, we we've, we've had them. We have, a, I think, a few coming up on fraud. We know, you know, older adults, seniors. Which we don't say the word seniors. We say older adults. I think right. it sounds. But um, you know, they they're some of the ones who get the most scammed, especially as we get closer to the holidays. The story. I want to talk about hear. the scams. I want to talk about the scams because I feel like I'm, you know, always trying to people trying to scam me, and imagine you know older folks or seniors. Yeah. So let's go through that in a minute. Do we have a caller or there? Team, I think they dropped again. A tip one. Is there a, is there a caller? Yes or no? No. No. That's okay. So let's go back. What's like the number one scam so we can tell our listeners, look out for this? You know, one that is, um, you know, with the with the credit cards, even with giving your social security as well, like when they call and they'll say, you know, I'm here. Um, a lot of even scams associated with Medicare, people that, you know, just these robocalls that keep increasing. Um, also, one that happens a lot is uh, what we call the the love scam. You know, the, the it's happened scam. like the the online dating. I mean, AARP has released some stories nationally on just some things and people who've really gotten scammed through there. Um, but we have the Fraud Watch Network, which is a program of AARP where they, they show you how to look, what to look out for and how to be vigilant and just tips. You know, technology nowadays, a lot of folks get scammed with technology as well. How do they, so number one, I guess a rule of thumb, don't give out your social security. Right. Don't give out your bank account number. Don't wire anybody money. Exactly. You know, uh, what are some other lessons learned? Don't do this. Don't do that. Anything else come to mind? Yeah. Just be uh, very vigilant of your private information. Sometimes they'll try to reach out to, you know, the most vulnerable and just kind of take advantage of isolation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people just want someone to talk to, as I mentioned earlier. And mm -hmm. so they'll say, you know, I am calling from so-and-so and they'll find a weak spot and just try to, from there, keep building you know, that relationship. Shame on people like that, that are doing that yeah. to take advantage of others, especially those that are the most uh, endearing and most, I don't want to say vulnerable, but the most uh, innocent. Yes. Shame on them. Yes, yes, yes. Let's come back. We have, we have, is Mr. Muhammad there? Yes, sir. How are you, Gilbert? Mr. Muhammad, you have me, Gilbert Garcia. A tip from me, Gilbert Garcia. Talk inspiration prayer with Rosalinda Martinez. But let me ask you, is this the Mr. Muhammad? War Muhammad? With, with a small T. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to us. You're over there at Acres Home. You guys serve a lot of seniors, don't you? Yes, we do. We do. Talk to us we about what y'all do over there at Acres Home. Well, we're, we're a, a platform for community uh, development, is particularly in the advocacy of business and economic development. Our communities do a lot of residential things, but we need to enhance our business and economic development in the community so these communities can be self-sufficient as, as much as possible. Amen. Did you have a question for us today? Well, I, I wanted first. I wanted to thank you, Gilbert, for coming to speak before our luncheon uh, last week. That was outstanding. That was probably our best did, luncheon of the year. Did I do okay? Man, you nailed it. You nailed oh, it. I'm so glad. There, there's that old show um, movie with Russell Crowe, Gladiator. Remember that movie? And, yep, and he yep. said, "Are you not entertained?" Uh, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you got to make it entertaining to keep people listening. Right. But no, I had a blast, and I so <laughs> appreciate you uh, asking me to speak there at the luncheon. Absolutely, we have uh, on October seventh our thirty uh, second annual gala banquet. 
and fundraiser and scholarship fundraiser. Thirty thirty second is did you say thirty second? I said thirty second. Can you imagine that? Y'all been amazing. doing this for thirty two years. Yes, right here in the community of Acres Home. Amen. Amen for you and, and all the team and, and those before you, 32 years. That's a beautiful thing to be advocating for businesses in the community where we need it most. Because, you know, if you get a strong anchor in the business community, you'll have a strong community. Right. Because exactly. ultimately, that's the whole point. If you have a strong anchor from these businesses that keep people employed, that care about the community, care about the neighborhood, it just makes a very strong, you know, leadership uh, foundation for the whole community. So I applaud yeah. you for all that. What, what are you all working on now? Oh, well, let's go back. I didn't mean to cut you off. Tell us about the whole gala again. OK, it's October 7th. And it's, it's uh, we have a collaboration with Lone Star College where we provide scholarships to students to uh, enter their workforce program and take the trades, HVAC, construction, and things of that nature. And we give scholarships for people to go and go to school. God, that is so funds. great. That all is, the funds we raised would be allocated toward that scholarship. I really like the, the president there of Lone Star that I met. What was his name? Do you recall? Dr. Wright. What a, what a nice man and, uh, and what a great crew. You know, Lone Star, I just never realized, and I don't, I don't know why I didn't realize, but I just didn't realize how big Lone Star is, how many youngsters go through Lone Star. It's, it's wonderful. It's huge. Right, right. Right. They're one of the largest college systems in the United States. Yeah, that, I just did not know. Well, tell us what else is going on there new before we uh, give you the last minute to Well, go ahead. Give us your website and everything else so people want to learn more there about okay. getting involved with Acres Home. Okay, the website is acreshomechamber.com. That's, that's home without an S. It's A-C-R-E-S-H-O-M-E chamber.com. And you can go there and find out all the information about the chamber, and there's some buttons you can press to find out about our, our banquet and gala. You can join to become a member of the chamber, and you can also uh, purchase your tickets to attend uh, the banquet. We're having Dr. Young, the president of TSU, is going to be our keynote speaker. That's wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Is there going to be any music? <laughs> We're going to have some music. Woo! How about, how about Ms. Muhammad? You know, when, when you go to a lot of these, you know, the, you know, the, the food's bad. We can have some good food. That's some good food. I, I am ready because you know there's always always you get the rubber chicken. You know there's a rubber yeah, chicken, yeah. And, nah, it's, and, it was, chicken. And, and it's cooked like five days ago, and it's been under right. like a, a, a heat lamp or something. Uh, and it's all. Did, did you like? Did you like that food? I uh, did love food? the food. You had some, at the food. I'm not kidding. The lunch. I think I went up for like three servings because it was some yeah. sort of t uh, chicken. It was like um, what's the uh, curry, curry and jerk. Yeah, I don't know which one I like better because, you know, I was like, I had half my plate with the curry, which was kind of orangish, and then half with jerk, which is kind of more like brownish. And I would take one bite of one and one bite of the other. Like I was doing my own test taste. Like remember the old Coke, Pepsi test taste? I was having my right. own. Is it jerk chicken or is it uh, jerk chicken or is, it, or is it curry chicken? It was good. Uh, it was good. Well, we, we we're using the same chef. The same chef is going to provide the uh, meal for the bank. Oh, give a give a plug to the chef there. They were really good folk. Oh yeah. Go give what's give a plug. The, what's the name? What's the name of the chef? Tape. The name of his company is Executive Taste. Executive Taste. Well, you know My what? Executive Taste. taste you do it executively well. 
Is that, is that an adjective? I don't know. Go ahead, Rosalind, <laughs> and I, I, and I was for you. just going to add, I would love to learn more about what you do. You know, here at AARP, we also do a lot of um, job training resources for folks. Um, perhaps there's a way there to do something with you. So feel free to reach out and we can connect and see how we can be helpful because that is what we do is we find other nonprofits to partner and support right. with and, can give me and a, help seniors. Can you give me a name? Give me a name and an email. Uh, I'm going to do it right. Well, she knows it. I'm saying, yep. what do I know? I have a card. You go for it. <laughs> so my name is Rosalinda Martinez. My email is rmartinez at aarp.org. So rmartinez, rmartinez at aarp.org. aarp.org. And thank you so much for everything you do in the community. It's through partners like you that AARP is able to continue to amplify its voice and make much of bigger of an impact because you all know your, your community and we're there to support. Right. The question is that Martinez with a Z or yes, with the Z. With the Z. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. We'll send you an email and with all our information and, and we look forward to speaking with you and collaborating. That that's our platform is to partner with people that are providing services for the community. Woo! I like it. Mr. Muhammad, thank you for calling in and I hope you call in again. Sure will. Thank you, Gil. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Mr. Warren Muhammad, of course, the uh, the head of the Acres Home Chamber of Commerce, what a good gentleman he is. Let's go back to you because I want to go back on something that you said, um, your faith. You know, this show has an element of faith. Talk a little bit about your faith and, and what has it, I mean, everyone goes through ups and downs in life. <laughs> and do you recall one of those times when you were down or something, you faced adversity and your faith helped you through it? So many times. I mean, my faith, you know, has gotten stronger as I've gotten older, but in particularly the last six, seven years of my life. So I, um, you know, a few years ago went through a divorce and um, my faith got me through through that. My faith and um, my a lot of changes in my life, a lot of growth. But at the beginning, you know, it, it, it took me really holding out onto that faith. Um, you know, they say one day you will understand why things happen. Right. And you're always like, oh, sure. Right. When you're going right. through the hard times and circumstances of life. And I think I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, OK, now I know. And this makes sense. But for me, it's also about when I have the opportunity to share that with someone else. That's when I know I'm on the right path, because a lot of folks did it for me when I was going through certain situations in my life. It's either, you know, these people I would work with, including one of was my former intern. He was strong on his faith. I was not that strong on my faith at the time. Interesting. And he came into my office one day and, you know, and, and he knows what I'm talking about. And he said, are you OK? And I was not. And he said, can I pray for you? Wow. And he was my intern. And I thought, my God. And it's like the people that got placed in my life at that time through my business relationships that I would never have thought of that are some of my closest friends now that literally still come and say, hey, you know, can, but I feel it's my duty too to continue to share that and continue to spread that because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. How wonderful. What a beautiful story. Do you talk to your intern still? Oh, yes. I, mean, I was just at his graduation from his MBA. He graduated from UT a few months him. ago. And uh, he's, you know, again, one of those persons that came into my life. And God knows what he does. Nothing is a coincidence. And uh, that is exactly what I needed at the time. You know, remember like the movie Signs? 
there are no coincidences. Exactly. There aren't any. And, and, and everything, there is a plan. I believe that. And, you know, one of these days I got to read on the air here that footprints in the sand. You know that little yep, prayer? Of course. Because I, it just resonated with me when you were talking because those times you're like, well, you're just going through life. Well, those are the times he carried you. Exactly. That Jesus carried you. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't know that, I'm going to read it next time. Remind me, producer, I need to do that footprints in the sand where uh, someone is walking with, with Jesus and walking with God. I think it's Jesus, though. And they're walking through and they're making footprints. And then he goes, well, how come during my life when uh, the times are really tough, I only see one set of footprints? How come you abandon me? And then the Lord says, I didn't abandon you, my child. Those are the times I carried you. Yeah. What a mm -hmm. great story. Whoever yeah. wrote that, what an incredible prayer. And, you know, and I think sometimes when we're given a platform, we have a duty to share that, to Amen. thank God and to say thank you. Because were it not for God's grace in my life, I would not be standing here and, today. And do you ever tell people when you see them and say, you know, I mean, have you, for lack of a better, paid it forward now, well, I'll pray for you, or how can I help yeah, you? I, I try to all the time. And I've had the most interesting stories happen to me, including like an Uber driver not too long ago. I was uh, coming back from a conference a few weeks ago, and I see a Bible in the back of his seat, and I thought, interesting. I said, hey, so do people get in your Uber and open the Bible? And he says, yes. And he talked about this one story where this woman was on her way to commit suicide. Wow. But because she opened the Bible, she asked a question, He you know, she opened up. He prevented her from killing herself. And this wow. was literally weeks ago. And I thought, oh, my God. And then he starts telling me more stories and how life. And, and he says, you know, in the back of my Uber, I have all of these Bibles that I get donated from the bookstore. And sometimes when the opportunity allows, I give them a Bible. He drops me off at the airport. I get my luggage from the back. He opens up this little lid he has with all of these Bibles. And I said, <laughs> this is insane. You never know. In every circumstance, you can encourage someone he was just an uber driver and he he made my day he i mean i was crying i was sharing my life with him i thanked him and then it happened to me again recently with some another uber driver not something like something a similar yep. story and i said why did this why does this keep happening to me i said to the uber driver she says you know what it's probably a sign that you need to do this for others too and like it's a reminder that it's a full circle and i was like so what that's what it is what a beautiful thing you know what that uber driver was an angel that's right. An angel to you, but mainly and stronger, an angel to that person who was hurting. That's right. Who was hurting so much that they were thinking of taking their life. Right. And when you see people, yeah. you know, there's obviously yeah. mental health issues, but there's also just people that are just sad and lonely and insecure and, you know, and they just have nowhere to turn. So amen to that Uber driver. Uber driver, wherever you're out there, we salute you. I know I know we have another call there. Is there a Connie on the line? Yes, hello. Hi, Gilbert. How are you? Connie, you have me. Gilbert, <laughs> talk inspiration and prayer. And we got this Rosalinda Martinez Hi, Connie. of AARP. Speak to us, Connie. Hi, Rosalinda. Hi. I was calling because, um, you know, my mom is older now. And um, when I was trying to navigate her, you know, Social Security benefits, I really didn't know anything about all of that. And and I just wanted to ask, does AARP offer like guidance on that? Because it's really hard and it's difficult. And especially if, you know, they speak another language, like, right. you know, the communication is crucial to understanding all of that. Well, let me ask Rosa, is everything that you have on your site, all the information, is it bilingual? 
Not everything. We do a really good job of, you know, for a lot of it, uh, the articles, resources are bilingual. Um, and is there someone they can call, though? Yes. Okay, that that person can be bilingual? Correct. We have a Spanish hotline. Okay. We do actually get this request a lot. We have workshops that uh, take place on how to navigate the social security decisions. Um, they are completely free. I'm happy to share those resources with you. We do provide that. Um, and we do, uh, you know what, I don't know that we have those in Spanish yet, but I would definitely request that. But we can definitely guide you there. We know it's a very complicated uh, decision to make. There's a lot of factors to consider. Um, and it's something that we, uh, you know, we recently had a campaign as well where we were targeting Latino millennials because we are the ones that have to make the decisions for our parents sometimes. Right, we don't right. Know. Nor do because right. some people don't care. Honestly, they're like, hmm, Social Security, is it going to be there for me when I get older, right? And so the campaign was more about let's continue to get educated. Let's continue to help our parents. Let's continue to be informed and make the right decisions. And so that's what AARP can provide is give you some guidance. Um, and I'm happy, again, to give you that information. If you just email me, uh, I'll send you the link to the workshops. It's rmartinez at AARP. Dot org. Boy, it sounds like there's a lot on that site. Um, so <laughs> I think everyone needs to go check it out. AARP.org. Correct. So, Connie, hopefully she answered your question. You have a follow-up there by any chance there, Connie? Oh, no, that's it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I will definitely follow up with you, ma'am. Thank you, Connie. Connie, thank Thanks. you for calling in. We really appreciate it. We have another thank caller here, though, uh, Rosalinda. Is there a Pastor Montes? Pastor Montes. Pastor Montes. Hey, Gilbert, how are you? Is this the Pastor Montes? <laughs> I don't know of any other one. There you go. <laughs> Pastor Montes, how are you? And thank you for being on this show today. And thank you for being with uh, Miss Rosalinda Martinez. You happen to call in. Maybe it was like the Lord's intervention when you called. Because we were talking about uh, you know, her faith and how, frankly, the Lord has put people in her path. Uh, even what you think you would might say are random people, you know, there are no coincidences, the Uber driver, others, and the stories <laughs> of what they did for people and, and how that has like reminded her to take care of others and to help others. So what a great story. But let me ask you this, Pastor Montes, uh, how about you in, in your congregation? I know you have one not too far here from downtown. That's uh, correct. Do you have a lot of seniors? We have some seniors. Yes. And do are they getting the services that they need, or do they know enough about different uh, things that they could turn to for support? I'm sure that in our uh, Latino community, we, we can always use more information of the services that are available to them. Sometimes we're the, we're, we don't get we don't get all the information sometimes, and so you know that would be a, a, a big help to us to be able to provide a better better service for them. Well, wonderful. Her site is aarp.org. It sounds very interesting. Uh, but Pastor Montes, I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, the floor is yours. Talk to Houston. Well, uh, specifically, you want me to pray over the city? Is that correct? I would love that. Actually, you know what? I think in these days and times. I think we need prayer for the world, Pastor. Um, yes, I, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Uh, you know, this sounds really silly, but you know, I, I watched this show called *Handmaiden's Tale*, hmm. and in there, it's about a fictitious world, and and people couldn't agree, and then the United States had a big war, and this and that, and and. Uh, you know, I, I feel this country's going in different directions. And this is not a judgment about anybody or anything other than we need to be civil 
and we need to be yes. respectful. And at the end of the yes. day, there's only one race, Pastor. There's uh, the human race. And also, yes. when I think about those folks at Ukraine, it, it hits me because one of my team members here at my firm is from Ukraine, and her parents uh, and relatives are still there in Kiev, which is the capital. And, you know, they're, they're just on pins and needles. So yes. if you would, Pastor, I think a prayer is in order. And I thank you enough for calling in to do so. Oh, it's, a, it's an honor to be with you. And I'm so glad to be able to do this. You know, um, it is a sign of the, the end time. What we are experiencing, we are seeing in the world, all over the world. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, that because iniquity shall abound. In Spanish it says, Porque la maldad se multiplicará. It will be multiplied. That, that's, that's not just a, like, you know, adding. You, you, if anybody knows about numbers, it's you, right? So it's, we're talking about a multiplication of iniquity and sin. And it says, and the love of many shall wax cold. El amor de muchos se enfriará. And so there is a lot of lack. The bottom line is that the, the love, love for for humanity, love for people, love for and respect for each other is diminishing at, at a at a exponential rate, and so. But the good news is that we have a a loving God. We have a God that loves humanity. He loves people. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. The reason why we have Jesus Christ came to to be born and to live and to die for our sins is for because of the love of the father that sent him out of love for humanity says he loved the world it's it's really uh, painful to see people that you know hate each other or or are resentful or bitter towards each other because the the god that we serve in jesus christ taught us how to love humanity taught us how to love people jesus came to be one of us to identify with our humanity to to experience what what the, the 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 poor people experience, the hungry experience, he lived in human clothing. In, he lived in human flesh, so he experiences he experienced everything that we experience. So he identifies with our pain. He identifies with our sorrows. He identifies with everything that we go through as human beings. And so, based on that, I think when we pray to our heavenly Father, we are praying to a God that identifies with our pain and with the suffering of the Ukrainian people. It breaks our heart to see what's happening. It breaks our heart to see what's happening in our own city, in our own communities, in our own neighborhoods, the violence, the crime, and, and the hurt that our people are going through. But again, that's the bad news. The good news, which is, that's what gospel means, is the good news. We have the gospel. We have the good news, and that is that, that God loves people and he is is always attentive to our prayers. And right now, I just want to direct a prayer for our city, for our nation. The Bible tells us that we ought to pray for our leaders, those that are in authority, from the president to the governor to the mayor to our local representatives, our local leaders. They need God's guidance to be able to lead us in the right direction, in righteousness, in justice, in fairness, and to do the will of God. So I want to I want to lead a prayer right now for for everything that you're doing also gilbert reaching out to people and i could feel the sincerity in your words as well when that you relate to people and you relate to people's needs and to with the everyday 
the everyday common person. And that's what Jesus Christ came to do, to identify with the common person, with the person that is in need, that is that is that is hurting. So I want to pray for, for our leaders. I want to pray for our community leaders. I want to pray for, for the world, for those that are hurting and suffering. And we just believe right now that, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. We thank you because you're a God that loves us. You're our loving, heavenly Father. You proved your love when you sent your only begotten son to die for us all out of love. And he identified with our pain. He identifies with our suffering. So when we pray to you, you understand exactly what we're going through. You know exactly what's going on in the world. You know the pain and the hurt and the suffering that is there. Father, we just pray that you would help us as believers to be filled with your love and just spread that love around because we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. And when we are able to express love and respect and honor each other the way your word teaches us to do, then that light will will will, will chase out the darkness and push out the darkness from our midst. We thank you and we pray for our leaders from our president, our governor, our, our mayor, our representatives representatives here in the city, our, our community leaders, people that are caring, people that are guiding us and leading us to a better, uh, to have a better city, to have better living conditions, to have the things that we need. We pray for your protection. We pray for those that, that are the first responders, for our, our, our police officers, our firemen, our, our paramedics, people that are responding to the, to the emergencies and the needs all over the city. We pray your blessings upon each and every one of them. We pray that your love will, will just push out all the hatred and bitterness that is in the world, that is in the community. But begin with every one of us, that we will, our hearts will be filled with your love by your spirit we pray for all that are hearing this program right now that you would just reach out to them that they would sense and feel your love and your care and we thank you for for this and we ask all of this in the name of your precious son jesus amen amen, amen. what a beautiful prayer uh, prayer pastor montes well, well thank I, you gilbert for making us a part of that it's an honor well thank you for talking to us, talking to Houston, because I think we need prayer more than ever somehow. Absolutely. So, so Pastor Montes, thank you for calling in, and hopefully you'll call it in again. We've got a couple more callers, but Pastor Montes, I'm, I'm giving you a hug in cyberspace. Hope you can see me. All right. Likewise. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much. God yes, bless. sir. Yes, sir. What a great man. What a great gentleman. Uh, we have another caller. Is there Jolanda Jones? Is, jo is Jolanda Jones there? Joe. Joe, Joe. Rats, maybe we lost her. <laughs> no, she's there. Jolanda Jones, are you there? Oh. Well, that's okay. I think we may have lost her. Hopefully she'll call back. Um, oh, that could be her. I heard the ring. It sounded like Jolanda Jones's ring because it's like somehow louder or stronger, <laughs> right? Or lights are going on at the same time. Uh, let's just see real quick before I bring back Rosalinda. I'm ready. Put the caller through, whoever that is. Carmen. Carmen. Carmen, are you there? Carmen. Carmen, are you there? 
Hey, Mr. Gilbert. Carmen, how, how you doing, are you? Sir? I am awesome. I am it's an honor to be in your show. Are you kidding me? You're, it's, it's an honor for you to be for to, for me to have you. So you are now talking to like five stations and thousands of people, and they're driving, they're sitting, they're working, they're listening. What do you got to say to Houston right now, Carmen? Well, first of all, um, I'm just uh, so grateful to to know you. And I just personally want to thank you for helping the community, for always bringing great leaders to your show. And um, just, you know, it's a lot of inspiration. You and your guests, just thank you. I was honored to meet you personally now, yesterday. And thank you for what you do for the community. Carmen, that is so nice of you. God, I'm hugging you on the phone, too. Uh, I really <laughs> yeah. mean it. Talk to us a little bit about what, what what's going on in your life right now. Well, right now, um, I'm, I'm working. I am a property manager, and I help. Um, I try to help tenants, um, you know, basically that are um, love uh, paying the rent, uh, send him to resources where oh, they can find people. And, um, you know, sometimes you can't help everybody. It said I just came from an eviction court uh, yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. break my heart, you know, but it's my job. But yeah. <laughs> But um, it's well, an honor to be here with you, sir. Well, Carmen, that is wonderful. And do you deal with many seniors? Uh, it's everything from young couples to seniors to, you know, a family of five. And it hurts me because, you know, I'm a Christian and they, they like, you putting me out. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's my job, you know, here's yes. what I can do for you. Wow. You know what, Carmen? Take a look at that AARP.org. I bet you there's some stuff there. But, you know, yes. you, I can already tell that you do things with dignity and grace for these folks. And I think yeah. that is wonderful. And uh, I'm sure that in, in many ways you're an angel for them. You know, like anything else, when God sort of closes a window or closes a door, he sort of opens up another one. And you may not see it at that moment. But he does. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yes. That is so wonderful, Carmen. Well, we really appreciate you calling in. What else would you no, like to say to Houston? You. Well, I just want to thank uh, Ms. Rosalinda. I mean, her story inspired me. Her parents, um, you know, and I'm pretty sure she is uh, uh, an inspiration for many Hispanic, you know, and thank you for working with Hispanic community because that's what I try to you know, inform people that there's a lot of benefits out there. It just, we don't know about it. That's and right. thank you for having her in the show today. Gracias, Carmen, Carmen, that is so great. Well, Carmen, thank you. And please call in again. Yes, sir. Have an awesome and blessed day. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to have a heck of a day now in a week because you <laughs> called in and said those nice things. So thank uh, you for calling thank in. You. Please call yes, in again. Uh, I, I know we're going to go ahead and key the music just slightly. Let's get Yolanda. Is she there now? Jolanda Jones, hey, representative Jolanda Jones. How are you? I'm sorry we missed you earlier. Somehow you dropped or something. So I apologize to you. We're coming to the end of the show, but I want to make sure you uh, tell us everything that's going on with you and what is happening with your family. So, I mean, my family's great. Thank goodness. Amen. Um, Amen to that. I, I, wow, I had a really busy week last week. I think there was probably 12 of me. Um, but there are some things that I was really excited to go to. Tell um, us about one of them. Tell us about what, what was the best thing. What was the highlight? 
so I had a bunch of highlights, and I don't want to pick anything over the other, but one of the things that I went to that was great was uh, the opportunity to hang out with you and Didi at the U of H against Kansas. Is that the right answer? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, we, we, so, yeah. You, you were great. Um, and you know what, Houston? If you really want to see something amazing is Jelana Jones is like one of the best dancers I've seen. And, and I mean it. So there she was when there's music in the background of the University of Houston Cougar game because there was lightning. And so there was it was sort of delayed. And Jelana, you've got the moves. All right, so, so let me be clear. This is what I decided after talking that game. That I was in a suite full of people that act their ages and, and, and which is older. And I need to go to the next game with somebody young because ah. I was dancing and doing everything. And I was looking at you like, dude, what's up? <laughs> anyway, so so but we did. We had a great time. It was great seeing you and Didi. I love you all. I'll actually, I think I'll see you at the end of this week um, at the Equality uh, Brunch. But, you know, I'm just in the community trying to see what's going on and make sure that I'm there for our constituents. Well, so right now, I'm actually handling constituent issues right now, and I'm proud to say that our office has has cleared every uh, constituent issue. So I'm really proud of that. Well, Jelana Jones, thank you for calling in. Unfortunately, we're at the end of our time, but please, Joe, call in, call in, because I always love hearing you. I will, and hey, Hey, Gilbert, I'm going to call you later today. Please answer the phone. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, Joe. All right. Thank okay, you, Jelana cool. Jones. Hey, th thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm going to have to teach you some moves. There you go. Keep it going. Ladies and right, gentlemen, that was our uh, newly elected state representative, Jelana Jones, and she uh, she's everywhere, and she's great. And she is a warrior. I want to make sure everybody knows we've got the big El Salvador Festival, Dia del Salvadoreño. October 23rd. It's going to be huge. October 23rd. And by the way, also, uh, I know we ran out. Can you believe we ran out of time? It just, it's, like, it's like, holy cow, I didn't get to even say what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I'm going to get some free passes to the Children's Museum. If people want to come get some, uh, just come here to the studio audience, which is my office, at uh, 5 Houston Center on the 16th floor. Uh, because I'll get them. Don't come today. I'm going to get them. I'll have some for tomorrow because I've been working with the Children's Museum and they were kind enough to say they'd give me some free passes. I think this is talk, inspiration, and prayers saying, we'll see you next time. to love you I love that I'm feeling alive I'm feeling alive again all right social media we are still with a tip from Gilbert talk inspiration and prayer we're going to close out here over the next three or four minutes I have my great guest Rosalinda Martinez of AARP, and that website is www.aarp.org. There's all kinds of information. So ladies and gentlemen out there, remember something. That information is there for you. So go and get it. 
And to be a member, to be involved with all these, they have these call-ins where there's essentially like a show where you can ask any question you want. They have social events, all these kinds of things. It's only about $15, $16 a month. That's like the cost of, not a month, excuse me, a year. A year. A, a year. year. That's like one movie. Uh, and so I really think it's probably one of the best bargains around. And no wonder they have 38 million people because people all know it. So, Rosalinda, you were so gracious to share some of your personal stories with us. And you were so wonderful to talk about all the great things at AARP. And I think that um, the organization that gave you the award, they made the right choice. I just know it. And you know what? And I, I'm already looking for the next award because I want to go. And I want to see your parents, and I can only imagine them sitting there looking at you and thinking, like, I could, I could just hear them. I knew you were doing great things and you were important, but I didn't know you were that important. <laughs> um, I mean, I could just see them. So if your parents were listening right now, what would you tell them? I would tell them thank you. Thank you for their sacrifices, their hard work, their perseverance, you know, their dream to come here with nothing and, you know, live out the American dream because – I am who I am because of them and their example and their shared faith. And I'm just humbled to be their daughter. Amen to that. So if you were if you were talking to that Uber driver who really <laughs> opened that door for you and everything, what would you tell him right now? I would give him a hug and I would say thank you so much for sharing your testimony because he shared it with me and for encouraging us that we need to do it for others. And he saved a life. He did. He saved the life. And no telling how many lives that person saved and mm -hmm. that person saved. And then it keeps going like this web of great, right. uh, wonderful miracles. And every day is a miracle. That's right. I think it's great. So what would you say to the, the seniors out there, not just seniors, but people, adults out there that are not members of AARP? What do you tell them about, God, it's the best bargain in town. You should join I would say, because my job is not to sell memberships, I would say, see us at the events. You'll see us out in the community. You know, we're there. We have a presence. We rely on volunteers. We're a volunteer-driven organization. We're a small staff, but we're powerful because of our membership and our volunteers. So I would say get involved, become a volunteer, you know, come out, have fun with us, and help us spread our message and I our mission. I think it's great. The, the mission is the mission of goodness to help. Exactly. Who can, I mean, that's like the greatest mission of all, the mission right. to help others. And what do you want to say to your staff? here, the hardworking staff, they're, they're all listening right now, and they're all like, can you believe Melinda's on radio? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you want to say to your staff? I would say thank you for all their hard work, their dedication. We do it with a purpose. Remember the purpose. That is why we're here. I have a new team member that starts today, actually. Woo, what a great time. Um, and so just we're powerful because of our amazing team and their willingness to want to give back to the community. Well, an hour flew. I feel like I, I feel like you just walked in the door. I know. I mean, I really mean it. It's like, it's like, where did it go? I want to give you the last word. Anything you want to say to all the social media. This is recorded. It's on Facebook, Spotify, you name it, YouTube. It's on everything. Uh, what the last word? I first want to say thank you, Gilbert, for allowing us to have a platform to come here and share what we're doing um, for helping propel the voices of Latinos as well for all you've done in the community and how you continue to give back. Um, and just remember, you know, this Hispanic Heritage Month, we celebrate the many contributions of Latinos, not just here in Houston, but across the country. We should celebrate them all year long and remember that we are hardworking. We're here. We are, you know, just 
if people hadn't given back to me and mentored me and given me guidance, I wouldn't be here. So remember to be kind, mentor others, and um, share your journey with them. Amen. Let's go key up that music as we start to close out here in the commercial and everything else. At the end of the day, I love the whole thing of share kindness.